I've been a video game player since I was about eight years old. Hard to believe. All my buddies were gamers. My sister too, but she was too young to appreciate them. It was the old consoles at first, like the Intellivision and the Atari 2600. Then the coin ops came. Me and the other kids would take over the arcade behind the laundromat and try to blast asteroids and kill space invaders about till our fingers bled. Some of the old arcade owners were even loaning some quarters for a bit of interest on the payback, of course. They knew we'd be back, so it was smart business on their part. Over the years, the games changed. Me and my friends moved on to the computer games, building our Sim Cities and playing our PC pinball games that never tilted unless you wanted them to. The handhelds came along, but they were mostly for the younger folk. I never could get excited for six different flavors of the same Pokemon game. My friends and me would rather wander through a Fallout RPG or save the world by commanding and conquering. As the years went on, as years will do, computer games became more comfortable to stay with. It became harder and harder to keep up with all the Nintendos, Playstations, and Xboxes, and they all came with these funny controllers. I've always been a simple mouse or joystick man myself. If the good lord had wanted me to be able to use one of those fancy things, he would have given me a couple extra fingers. I just don't get it. I truly don't. A man would have to put his wrists to hazard using one of those things. Still, I know I have to share my gaming world with these new consoles. Heck, I love it when they port one of those games over to my PC. I guess you just have to say, okay, I'll be part of this world. the most you ever lost on a coin toss, friendo. Call it. You need to call it. I can't call it for you. Um, so let's do an intro, I guess. So, um, well, whatever. Uh, uh, you're chewing, yeah. Chewing ice, only great <laughs> info. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> Welcome to no ma- no consoles for old men with crackers in their mouth. Episode five of No Consoles for Old Men. It's just uh, me, Scott 2.0, Scott McGregor, and Dr. Bill Robinson this time around. You know, we had a couple shows with some guests, and that that went all well and stuff. But we figured we'd do episode five just. Just the two of us chatting about one of our favorite things in the world, and that would be steam and, and kind of and, like... And no, that's not steam baths. No, not steam baths, although who doesn't love a good steam bath? Come By on. myself. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's just clear the air. Yes, uh, but um, steam and other services that I, I'm not even sure... I was trying to describe this to a friend just today, too, actually, and I decided i couldn't so you kind of it's basically kind of a storehouse in the cloud if you want for your video games and um it's it's been set up as a system to purchase video games streaming you know all downloads no more of the cd-rom things yeah but also it's also did you get in the whole thing to where it's 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 really just to try to prevent piracy that's a good part of it i mean it's also you know it's consumer convenience i mean who doesn't 
kind of is love it really being, well yeah, I guess that's what we're going to discuss <laughs> yeah that's going to be one of the debates i mean i i love it and uh i love it too much it it makes things too convenient in in some areas when i don't have to actually go to a store to buy my games um i just click and feed them my you know saved well, i don't even have to you know type in my credit card anymore because it's just saved in there so now i just click mine click mine click mine <laughs> <laughs> balance of the bank account gets lower and lower um so convenient in some ways, like, messed up like, in others. You're like the Burgess, Mer- you're like Burgess Meredith in that Twilight Zone. I am. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have it. all the time in the world. Have all the time. In the- <laughs> Soon there'll be time to play these games, and at that point, the power will go out. Boo. Right. Well, that's that's actually no. financial possibility in my life. So <laughs> let's <laughs> knock on wood. Time enough at last. Oh, there'll just be a large EMP pulse, and it'll all be lost. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that that'll kill. That'll get us all. You know, it's no one's going to yeah. have the internet after that, and people are going to. They'll, they'll they'll be a new game in town. It's called Stay Alive. Mm-hmm. Exactly, survival horror game in real life. It'll be awesome. But wait, is this supposed to reset? What what the hell happened? I've been <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, give me a med pack. <laughs> I feel gr- oh, wait, I'm still bleeding. What's happening? It's not how it happens in the yeah. games. No, a med pack, you know, heals all Crap, internal man, damage. I've spent and... so many so so many hours playing uh, you know, Fallout New Vegas. I just, you know, hit myself with a stim pack. Stim pack, there you go. Uh-huh. All better. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I was at zero I was at two health and now I'm back. Plus, you can you know use that that slow mo you know bullet time thing to yeah, kill your enemies with. So that's that's helpful. But uh, we actually we're going to answer an email tonight, um, which we, yeah. Oh, and you would like me to? Uh, I'll read the email, and you will give the rebuttal. Uh, yes, you know if there's a rebuttal to be had, because I'm I'm just be winging this off the top of my head. I haven't written anything previously or anything like that. I'm sure. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, right. Apparently we have at least one <laughs> listener out there. <laughs> so let's, this, let's... And this is from Sarah, correct? Uh, Sarah Tonin, yes. Sarah Tonin. Come on, is that this person's real name? <sighs> it, it sounds could... suspiciously like some type of mental chemical. I don't know. <laughs> I should, because I think I actually went to school for that stuff. But For Sarah Tonin? For learning about what serotonin does <laughs> to the brain and lack of it and... What drugs you is, should give people isn't if they don't have some. Isn't like you don't get if you don't sleep enough? It definitely has the an effect on levels. it. And the only reason I know that is from Star Trek. Well, the reason I know that but is from... None of sleep. <laughs> no, the reason I know that is from insomnia. Uh, ah. But, <laughs> yeah. Or just having it. Uh, the, both. Both. The oh, book okay. actually gave me insomnia. Uh, so that was kind of a weird meta experience for me. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen King. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, uh, I was just looking for it, and I can't find it. My, uh, the Game of Thrones books have been giving me insomnia because I've been trying to burn through them. Mm-hmm. Still, almost through the small one, the, the Feast of Crows. I'm a little, I'm over halfway through, and I still have to, still got Dance of Dragons or Dance with Dragons. Yeah, you know, take your time. Uh, two more seasons of TV, and uh, fifteen years until Martin. <laughs> yeah. Signs the last one with his dying breath. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The end. <laughs> Everybody dies. <laughs> but anyway, let's 
Let, let's get into our, our, our one and only email from, Sarah. I assume it's a woman named Serotonin. Could be. Is two no consoles for old men at yahoo.com. Just a reminder if anyone would like to send uh, in some email. Dear old freaks. I guess that would be us. I would like to thank you for broadcasting your podcast. Your rambling drivel is better than Ambien for inducing sleep. It's truly a tale told by idiots full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Hmm. Okay. Uh, which was a quote we actually used in the Star Trek. This is like, this must be related to the Star Trek podcast that ah, we did. Yes. So. Listening to you two play video games is almost as much fun as watching my ex-husband play Zelda for 18 hours in a row. So thank you for that. Uh, is that a bleep? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I see. It's 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 a frowny face. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you for that frowny face. Yeah, well, you sarcasm, see this is... sarcasm font. I guess it would be sarcasm font is lost on old men. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. what is that? It's, it looks like some top asterisk with a squiggly line and an asterisk. <laughs> I don't get it. Video games are fun for those who are playing them. Watching is bad. Listening, well, there's forty-five minutes of my life that I will never get back. Ha! Ah, it was actually an hour and a half. But and, continue. <laughs> and that was just myself and Scott Gardner. That wasn't even my illustrious co-host, Mr. <laughs> Scott McGregor. So now I'm listening to you to you destroy Star Trek. Really? Bad impressions of Scotty, Mr. McGregor? Thanks for that. And unless you're a Whovian, wibbly-wobbly Tommy Wimey is off-limits, Scott. I know for a fact that you are are just a, a Whovian wannabe. Have you have you even made it past the first season yet? I never. <laughs> Continue. I um. do need I do need to let you know that this week's show was by far your best. Yay! Or, hey, or perhaps it's just the post-operative hydromorphone forming my opinion. I guess we will never know. <laughs> Seriously, I do listen to your podcast faithfully. It was only by searching for last week's show that I discovered your blatant plagiarism of the name. Ooh. Sorry that I caused you to seek therapy. It wasn't intentional. Please accept my apologies. On behalf of your tens of fans, thank you, and keep up the good work. Serotonin. We have tens of fans now. Awesome. I like that. Wow. <clears throat> All right. Well, that was a well, well-written well letter and um, a lot of opinions in there. Mm-hmm. So I guess I should probably address, since actually a good chunk of them are about me. <laughs> so I guess I'll answer this one. Well, I did have the 45 minutes of boring uh, of me playing a video game. True. I, I thought it was a funny bit, though. I, I fully enjoyed that, especially you and Mr. Gardner. Um, it was know. it was you were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, especially the, the end of the one where you and Gardner were, you know, basically like, you know, hurry up or we're leaving you or, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, they should have hustled a little if they wanted to be <laughs> rescued. You know, that's classic <laughs> Scott Gardner right there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this person took the time to write us, so I don't take the time to respond. Um, here we go. Again, just off the top of my head. Sarah, you ignorant slut. While we sincerely appreciate your listenership and we're overjoyed that we help your insomnia, uh, we can't really agree with all the assertions in your letter. I submit to you that we had no intention of destroying Star Trek, as the podcast was helmed, see what I did there, uh, by three avid fans of the property, 
Um, so if there was a more somber and less uplifting tone to the podcast than you would have liked, it's only because the participants were still in the throes of grief for the dearly departed Leonard Nimoy, who was obviously the inspiration for this production. Have you no soul? As far as my respectful and I think adept impersonation of James Doohan as Scotty, I present you my whole life as evidence. If I had a dime for every time someone said, Be me up, Scotty, to me over the years, and expectedly stood there waiting until I <laughs> indulged them in a quote from the show, I would have the funds to hire someone else to host this podcast, and I would sit back and bask in the glow of the admiration of fans like yourself. Addressing your accusations of my dishonesty about the good Doctor Who, I admit I have only watched up until the 10th episode of what would be the season after Eccleston, but the timey-wimey speech at this point is legendary, and I felt it fair use to reference, what with uh, Star Trek and Doctor Who being kind of kindred spirits in a way. I'm sorry if I offended any true Whovians in any way. Uh, I am, however, concerned about your knowledge of my television viewing habits. Um, clearly, the, the Monza Corp network needs to get me some better security software, or maybe a guard dog or something. Finally, regarding our alleged plagiarism, and we do thank you for the independent research in that matter, um, no defense, we suck, and we probably should have checked into that, but we're going to keep it until some lawyer pries it from our cold, dead hands. Thank you again for listening. Uh, keep with us, and you'll never sleep better. Respectfully, two freaks. <laughs> that was all off the top of your head. Yeah, and you know, sometimes I'm good that way, especially when I'm incensed with uh, nasty emails, but uh, no. Well thought out email by our, our loyal listener, Sarah Tonin. We thank you for that, Sarah. Scott was enraged and ripped <laughs> Sarah's lungs out. Yeah. <laughs> Fatality. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of, I saw some of the fatalities for the new... I did too. Uh, I, I watched oh the whole video of like all of us. Like, I don't think I've what? seen any more. Like, it takes a lot to offend me. I've seen a lot of things in my life. They but just, I watched, uh, I can't believe I watched like 10 minutes of the fatalities, and some of them like, oh. I know, I have PTSD now. Oh my god. Well, it just, like, it gets ridiculous after a while. It's I like, mean, it's, ugh. I mean, they, they literally like rip someone in half like five different ways, and there's We're not talking beheadings in half. And, um, <laughs> it, it, it's like right sawed in half, and they fall to each side. Yeah. And there's stuff falling out and I'm just like, wow. Uh-huh. This is just disturbing on so many levels. <laughs> but I just keep watching. Exactly, like a train wreck. You know, and uh, then, then the other ones to where they were doing like the like the x-ray like you, you know, they go up and punch in the face and you see like the bones crack and going out and just like what the, oh my, oh my oh, yeah. this is Show me more! Oh, I can't. oh! It's what all the kids are doing these days, I guess. I know. That's what I think about. This is, you know, man. This is what the youth of today is doing. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I will not judge because I have definitely played my share of of, of Dude, gory video games. Not like this, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess this is this is probably I'm I'm treading into get off my lawn cast territory, or or bubble gum. I don't know whatever we're gonna call it. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll save that one. We, we'll be doing a violence in video games thing eventually. Um, I think it, you know, just... Maybe just... I am getting too old. Um, mm. Or, you know, just seen it all. I, I was more of the opinion that, you know, yeah, I, 
Well, I said after like the first five of them, it's like, does this have any impact anymore? I mean, how many? It gets into sadism after a while, or you know, it's like, how many ways do you want to see <laughs> the same characters rip each other to pieces? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to me, the death has got like un uncreative after a while, but I, you know, it mm. actually just got boring. I mean, if you're gonna do that much gore, at least you know. Mix it up a bit, you know. I don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, back back to Steam. Steam, give me Steam. Um, give me Steam. Got some uh, research here. I mean, basically, well, um, Steam is. Well, I I guess it's it, we're just going to talk about Steam, our addiction to it. Uh, obviously, someone on the show, other than myself, has a larger addiction to it. As I discovered <laughs> in the pre-show ramblings. I have a lot more free time. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> Apparently, you have thousands of hours of more free time. I, that that time has to I be do. a technical error. We'll talk about the lies that Steam tells you. Um, Hold on. I have a calculator here. Let's, let, me, let me see. <laughs> no, it's not. 1,000 I... <laughs> hours divided by 24, and this is just a round that. number, <laughs> equals... 41.7 days. Yay. So, if, <laughs> if if you played like eight hours a day, wow, that's just, that's, that would be like a divide up. But, oh, I think know. of how many virtual evil people I smited in all that time. There, there has to be some kind of karmic reward for that, I think. Yeah, I okay. Keep, That's what I'm sticking to. Keep telling yourself that. Just on the off chance that we are all actually just a simulation when we create other simulations, because that's what we've been programmed to do. I think I've done a good thing for the universe. Never mind. Right. Oh, okay, Neo. <laughs> hey, there's actual researcher, actual crazy quantum scientists that say that might be the case. Uh, I don't know why anybody would let someone like that be a scientist, but why do I have quantum diabetes? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Can can somebody scrub that from my program? Well, it's just part of your programming. They haven't released your update yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sony bought out <laughs> the mainframe and and the yes. patents, and they've refused to support it any longer. <laughs> Speaking of Sony, one yeah. one of the other things that brought about this uh, because. We kind of want to talk a little bit about different types of online services, but but Steam is the one that we have the most experience with, mm-hmm. and I guess you know well, one of the other. I have an Xbox, and and I was thinking of doing the o- online stuff because I, I I also have a Wii also that that, that the kids use to watch Netflix basically right. anymore. That's all all they do with it, and it's free to access the internet with it. But when we won this Xbox. It was like it was a sixty dollar membership a, a per year to go online. I'm like, I'm not paying. I'm like, I already pay for the internet. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to pay sixty dollars a year to go to use the internet. I already have. That's bullshit. Right. So we never picked it up. Of course, my son's like, Ooh. I'm like, you know, you get your own job. You could pay for the freaking gold membership, whatever, sixty bucks a year. I'm not paying for it because yeah. I'm old. <laughs> So you know, and you have your own video games to buy. That's that's right. I have my own crap to buy. I don't have time for your crap. But uh, one of the things that we had seen that there was a company called On Live, and they actually had like their own consoles and their own uh, game streaming. And apparently, Sony bought it. And I guess at one point it was you know 
in the hopes that they would be using it as a platform for their own games. But what they ended up eventually doing was actually shutting it down. Yeah, just the little I know about it looks like kind of a dick move (laughs) by Sony. And, uh, you know, business is business, and it looks like they kind of absorbed some com you know competition because uh, they bought up the patents and like the the whole nine yards of it so and they own non-live and uh yeah they fairly rapidly announced that all support for on live would pretty much be going bye-bye as of like april 30th which um i'm sure there are workarounds and i'm sure sony will somehow support some of those games and stuff but um well like right in i mean as of the time that we read this, or uh, it says that online told its users a notice today. Uh, and it says, oh, it is, it is with great sadness that we must bring the OnLive game service to a close, OnLive told users at a notice today. Adding it would keep the lights on until April 30th without charge to existing subscribers. With that said, users who purchase the company's Play Pass games won't be able to play them oh. after the service shuts down nor will they be able to use its online game system or controller peripherals on any other platforms. Nice. It says, however, the company is giving refunds to people who purchased either of those two pieces of hardware on or after February 1st. So so basically anybody that had had this from its in inception and might have had a large uh, uh, catalog of games. Yeah, sorry. You're out of luck. You know, <laughs> which is one of the original problems I had the first time I realized – or had heard um, about Steam. Yeah. Because it was the first time I heard about Steam was when I wanted to play Half-Life 2. Right. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I have to have an internet connection to make my game work? Yeah. Why? The infamous DRM. Um, Digital Rights Management? Yeah. I think yeah. is what DRM? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which is basically, oh, it's so that you, it's so that you won't take your disc and give it to your buddy after you're done, or burn a copy of it, et cetera, et cetera, because, you know, we're trying to protect people from piracy. Yeah. Well, I for one, first of all, it ain't working. I don't know if anyone's been on like Pirate Bay and such sites lately. It ain't working. <laughs> That you can you can find anything you want out there one way or another. Um, I don't. I buy games and you know I support Steam, and uh, yeah, I had the same trepidations about it. And you know, it's obviously you and I have been through the years and the changes of the video game industry, and so we've gone from you know gigantic floppy disks. Um, mm-hmm. to smaller floppy disks, well, from actually cassette tapes to giant floppy disks. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. To small floppy disks to... The, there are no more floppy drives being made in computers anymore. To CD-ROM games um, and to now basically all digital delivery. I mean, you can still buy your your hard copy games, but uh, it's it's a rare thing. You go into a GameStop now and you ask for PC games... And they bring you a list in their website and say, "Go get it here." <laughs> or, or the ones they may have are relegated to right. They one just got a couple rack. brands. Yeah, they've got well, like. And I think we might have ta- talked about this before. They, they've got one small shelf, and on it are old games from two or three years ago. Yeah. And they'll be charging sixty. They'll be listen to me. They be charging. Yeah, they're charging. 
It's like 60. I'm like, are you kidding me? Come right. on. And this game is three years old and you're charging 40, 50 dollars for this. You should be just. Yeah. Meanwhile, the same game will probably be on their, their digital list that they hand you, you know, right. and you, or you could go on steam or other platforms. You know, I mean, there's so many other, some of the other platforms that I do know about, and I have bought a few things for our, uh, origin is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so, so we said Steam, Origin. I'm trying, there's a third I think I've played, or Uplay, which is, I think, Ubisoft's. Yeah, yeah. Which that actually was weird because when I bought Far, Far Cry on Steam, I then had to open a Uplay account in order to activate my Far I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, I've got a couple games that do that, too. It's like, Steam seems to be good about absorbing stuff like that and eventually transferring it over to, like, all Steam, and that's one of their strengths. Um and the idea behind Half-Life and Half-Life 2, as you were saying, I mean, the reason that I kind of stick with Steam and I, they're my main guy, I guess, is because they've got a longer history than anything else out there. I mean, you know, impossible exceptional like Sony, because, I mean, they were doing online stuff with, isn't EverQuest Sony? Yeah, see, and, that was... and, and that that's another thing that kind of, there was a lot of online, see, this... A thing that kind of burned, well, didn't burn me directly, but I know other people that were burned. People that have played certain online games for a long time, long, long, long periods of time. You know, World of Warcraft is kind of like the anomaly in that it's still around after all this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if the original EverQuest is still around. I, 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 I there is still an EverQuest running. Yeah, they still okay. advertise it on their site. Because I, mean, I used to play Asheron's Call, which I liked. Mm-hmm played for a long time and then i played asheron's call 2 which wasn't as good and then the company actually shut it down and people were playing up until the end of the day that they were shutting it down and you know they like brought in like a mega boss and killed everybody and you know basically that was the the end of the game but when when you think you know and then star wars galaxies was the same i had played that and they kept tinkering it and changing it and and just you know that eventually was shut shut down too but so it's, it's kind of depressing when you play these games and you think all the time and the, the things that you know you've put into this virtual world and then it's just gone it's yeah so that's my worry about steam or things like it it's like this this i don't physically own my games anymore and or, or i i may i may actually have a copy that i bought and i brought home and I downloaded it onto my computer but if I don't have an internet connection and a company that can verify and unlock it I can't play it yeah yeah it's it's the double-edged sword of DRM and it's you know said yeah maybe it protects uh, hopefully it protects you know us from things too as far as internet hackers and things like that um I don't know I would think if anything it opens you up to more um I mean, because the first time I played it, I, I, I thought, or used Steam, I thought, well, you know, I just needed to activate my game. And I, I don't know, was there, I, I keep thinking that there was games like that in the beginning, but now if they were, they're all gone. And that you have to have an active internet connection to play your game. I think a lot of people griped about that, and, and I think they backed off on it a little bit. Because um, I've gotten some games... Unlike, uh, well, not even like Microsoft Games Live is going anymore because all the games I had on that transferred over to Steam, mm. and I kind of lost all my progress on them. That's the other thing. I 
I had like Arkham City was one good example. It used to be on Microsoft Live, Microsoft Games Live, or whatever it was called. And um, yeah, you had to register in that and everything to play it at all. And then that service got canceled by Microsoft or not supported as much, and Steam absorbed it and made you know you were able for a while you weren't able to play your game because Steam hadn't done the work yet to get it over to just them and you basically had to try to log into a dead uh, Microsoft Games Live account and finally they did the workaround but you actually lost all of your save games basically so I had to start like Arkham City all over again, Arkham Asylum Mm. all over again so that sucked and that's one of the dangers. The thing I like about Steam and we should talk about it, they have history and they are top of the heap as far as PC gaming right now um, and their history is, is you know, Steam and Half-Life 2 are inseparable. They are the same, you know, from the same parent, basically. Um, and it was Valve who originally did the first Half-Life, which was just a massive hit, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, Gabe Newell used to work for Microsoft, and uh, him and another partner... Uh, you know, started, uh, I think it was 1996, Mike Harrington was his partner, and they started Valve, and, uh, and the rest is kind of history, because Half-Life is, will always be remembered as one of the, you know, keystone games in gaming history, as far as uh, first-person shooter plus kind of the adventure element. I mean, it really broke a lot of new ground, and it's only grown from there. Uh, Half-Life 2 was huge, and I never got around to playing that or the episodes because I think I was sucked so miserably at the original Half-Life that I didn't bother. <laughs> I loved it, but I mean, I, I never got past a certain point of it. And um, I used to love playing it online, and Counter-Strike was a thing from Valve, which was a very cool online shooter in the early days um, that they helped develop too. Um and part of the beauty of and some of the controversy surrounding Steam right now is that they came up with what was called the Source Engine, which drove games like Half-Life and Half-Life 2 and Counter-Strike. And eventually they kind of let people, you know, they were one of the earlier pioneers of letting people go in and mod stuff. You will return to the Source. Neil. Yeah, and uh, but God bless <laughs> the Source. I've had a lot of entertainment because of the Source. Um but yeah, they they let people go in and tinker and make all these great mods. I, one of the earliest mods I remember, um, somebody did a lot of work and did something called Day of Defeat, which was a World War II mod based on the Half-Life engine, which was really great. You know, and this was even before games like Medal of Honor and stuff came out. And this was like an independent free thing you could download and you've got a whole new game for your Half-Life, you know, World War II simulation. Um so they have definitely supported, you know, and the state of their, their page now is just full of, they are the probably the main supporter of independent programmers for PC games. And there's double-edged swords to that, too, um, as we both know. I mean, uh, you can go in and basically buy uh, early access games out the wazoo on Steam now. But you're taking a risk. Um, some of them come out great, and the developers keep supporting them, and you can usually get them pretty cheap, and you can give some feedback, and hopefully they'll listen to you, and you can kind of help craft the game that you're playing. But there have been just as many games, I think, that the developers have just 
ditched and not finished the project and you've just spent, you know, 10 to 20 bucks on a game that'll never be done <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. So, and I've got a significant number of those in my library. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that can't pass up a 99 cent game. That's like early access or something and looks intriguing. But, uh, how many games you got in your library, Scott? Um, we want to, do we want to go there now? No, well, no, 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 we'll go there later. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just throw out a number. Uh, 166, actually. I got 28. 28? <laughs> I feel huh. so inadequate. Okay, I'm going to have to rethink this business partnership. I thought I was uh, partnered with a player here. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> kidding. Okay. That's quality, not quantity, right? <laughs> well, I do have quantity, too. Just That's from my gaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I still have some non-Steam games that I play, so... Well, I mean, out of those 166, I play five at a time, you know, <laughs> at any given at once. Tense. He's, <laughs> he's like much. Yanni. He's got five keyboards and screens up in front of him, and he's just, oh, only he's if I could, I would. But you know, it's no. I actually have a very low attention span for my games. You know, like going and play one for an hour or two, and to switch over to another one, and and just let one go for months and months, and come back to it. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I'm. I'm I'm definitely an addict, and if there's like a cheap game out there that looks interesting and has reasonably good reviews, or not even sometimes, you know, I'll just click away. And there it is, and play it for an hour, and never access it again. <laughs> but the way I look at it, the way I look at it, if I'm paying ninety nine cents to five bucks for a couple hours of enjoyment on a game, fuck it, it's worth it. You know, I would yeah, rent, rented a movie for the same price or whatever, so. It's uh, cheaper and safer than a prostitute. The true that, yeah, much cheaper as far as so I've been told. Really <laughs> <laughs> a couple bucks, I'm sure. And who knows with the right uh, game attachments? Uh, never mind. We just never mind. <laughs> well, what Steam has luckily done is is provided one thing. In a way, it has helped me save money because. I can watch the trends and I see that, you know, they have these massive sales all the time to suck you in and I get sucked. And, um, <laughs> yes, that <Sorry>. was intentional. <laughs> but you were kind of late on that laugh. But, uh, uh, I was like, did you really just say that? <laughs> of course. Uh, so, you know, my, my, my addiction before would cause me to read the trades and know when a game is coming out and then go be a moron and buy it for $60 instead of waiting a year and buying it, you know, or even six months or even less sometimes. Well, yeah, because buying it for $20. The games will come out and they'll, then they'll, they'll come out with this this content and this add-on and this add-on. And then, well, that too, yeah. And then, you know, like a year and a half later, they've got the Game of the Year edition for $30 and right. all, the other, all the other stuff that you could have just waited on. Right, and you know, luckily, I'm, you know, Steam provides me enough, my 166 games provides me enough entertainment that I can wait a little while until I get that next one, <laughs> to feed the Jones. Well, one of the other things that, um, not, I don't really want to say controversy, but something that's just happened recently, well, there's two things that happened recently that... One kind of main, well, I don't know if it's, it might affect you more than me, but uh, that was when you sent me the message about Steam was was requiring you to spend a certain amount each month in order to access certain things 
Now, I don't think it was going to limit your actual games, but it was going to limit to what? The forms you could take place in? Or... Yeah, because there's been, uh, I and I've gotten a few too, of there's some scammers out there and you're getting people, you know, requesting you to friend them just so they can do some data mining and stuff. There's some nasty folks out there in computer land as always. See, I don't think I have any friends in my, hold on, let me see. I have no friend. I have nobody in my friends list. No, I don't, I don't either. Even have you in my friends list? Yeah, and I, I I don't do anything on Steam that really requires that. I guess it's easy, you know if you're looking for people to play stuff online and things, but I don't really have that many games that I need to find internet friends to team up with. Um, but the latest thing that they can't because you had sent me a link. Yeah, but the five dollar thing is basically if you've never, I think it is if you've never spent at least five dollars on Steam. Oh, I um, thought it was saying that you had to do something monthly, like oh, no, spend no, no. five bucks a month. And no, they're just like, trying what? to weed out people that have been sitting. Oh, that have and come doing in, nothing and just created and done nothing. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, then I have no real problem with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said it doesn't really affect us, but I think I think it's a good thing. You know, it's it's kind of in the realm of DRM. You know, um, you know, a little micromanagement of your customer base. But uh, and then there are some people pissed about it. There are some people that are like, all I do is get free games on here, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of the free-to-play online games that are, you know, almost Steam exclusive now. So it is it is possible that you would just have a Steam account to go play and try to hook up with friends. And that's I'm sure they'll kind of figure out ways around that because that is a legitimate concern by people. I think. You know, yeah. But I mean, five. You know, if you're never, if spend five bucks on the game and and prevent that, then you know, there's uh, thousands of them out there for five dollars on Steam now. Yeah, because um, Steam, you can you can link it to your credit card. You can have you can buy a, a you can buy a Steam card that goes in your Steam wallet, and then uh, you know, which is a lot easier to hide from my wife. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Um, <laughs> Well, you can uh, even sell shit on there. It's got a community auction, basically. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I mean, a lot of games that go into a community an auction. Oh yeah, you didn't know this. No. Um, well, it's a market. I mean, some games you play on Steam have achievement rewards, and you actually get these digital trading cards. Oh yeah, I've been yeah, I've been getting these things, and I'm like, okay, great, I got more cards. What do I do with them? No, you can actually sell them at market, and you like go into your your market or your inventory, and um, I'm going there right now. Yeah, and they they usually have like they it's like a little stock market basically. It's um yeah, because so I've you, got well, then you must have a buck a a, a a whole bunch of Marvel Heroes ones. Oh, I do. Uh, well, no, no, a lot of games. I think the Marvel Heroes only well, Marvel Heroes actually you only get cards if you actually spend money in in Marvel Heroes. So oh, that's a little catch. So I have Oops. gotten, yeah. So I have gotten some because I went on and bought a couple costumes. But yeah, that, they get you on that one. Um, and it's like, well, sh- well, shouldn't you have a lot because of buying that thing that you started with? Or is uh, it like, no? If, they didn't count buy, that because it wasn't in, uh, it wasn't in Steam then. But yeah, I, have... I kind of was a little pissed about that. <laughs> I'm like, you should <laughs> give me all the cards now, motherfucker. Uh, no, I have 13 trading cards for Marvel Heroes. Oh, there you go. You spent some cash then. I've got four for Saints Row, four. I've got four for Civilization five, and I've got five for XCOM. There you go. And see, so you, you click on those, and, and over on the right there, it should kind of give you what they've been selling for. 
Yeah. And it's usually like two to five cents. Ooh, what is this? It says this item is worth 17 gems. Turn into gems. What do the gems do? I, I'm not positive. <laughs> oh I'm God. actually not positive. They <laughs> ran this little promotion. Yeah, there's games on here. That's awesome. Oh, it says this can be broken down into gems to use to create booster packs. Oh, my God. I found something else. I can go in, down in a hidey hole now. Yeah, and the booster packs are, I think the booster packs are like 250 gems or something like that. There's a bunch of, actually, booster they're more like. Booster pack creations limit to one game per day. Well, they're different for every game, but you buy a booster pack and then you get more cards, basically. And you know, Oh, oh, the trade. Oh, wow, yeah. this is. Usually the best time. I mean, I've got like a hundred. I've got like a dozen different cards up for sale for the longest time now, and nobody's touching them. Yeah, it says starting at uh, six cents volume, yeah. one hundred and sixty-three sold in the last twenty-four hours. One of yeah. my comp cards. Huh. Yeah. So I mean, I, I've I've gone usually when they they've had these like holiday, you know, and summer sales, and they've been doing these little promotions lately where you know it's you can get more rewards by collecting cards. And so then you tend to be able to sell a few of them if you're not into whatever the contest is. So um, wait a minute. I could sell this? Does that go into my Steam wallet? Yeah. Not yep. Really? The more you know. Because yeah. <laughs> my Captain America is worth nine cents. There you go. Because yeah. I've been wondering, because right now my Steam wallet is at a dollar and 23. And I'm like, I can't buy anything. So then i got to go get put it on like at least another five bucks or yeah. something. So I could actually because I've been wondering what the hell it was like. What am I going to do with these cards? Yeah, I, I've bought a few games with cards, you know, over yeah. over a year or so. I've built up five, six bucks, and I actually made quite a bit. Like, one of their, their last little promotion, people were scrambling for certain cards. See, this is Because you finish a collection of cards, and you get a booster pack and some See, other this, rewards. This is this is a way for people like you and me for that did trading cards as kids to try to suck us in. Oh, yeah. It's, it's already got me like, you know, ooh, ah, ooh. Well, I mean, think about the guy that's running Valve. I mean, he's our age. He's multi-billionaire probably at this point. But he grew up with these same games that we did because he's the one that was making them. Mm-hmm. And so he, he knows the audience he's playing to. <laughs> that's for sure. Because uh, I think the PC market like this tends to be older guys like this. I, I just watched a, a great movie. It was like Video Game the Movie. Um, it went through. It, would like, it was like our first two shows. It went through the whole history of video games. Mm. Um and uh, you know, it talked about like the average average PC player is basically thirty five years old, essentially. So it's we're not that old, uh, luckily. But um, yeah, the, what do you mean we're not that old? I'm <laughs> older than thirty five. <laughs> well, I mean we're not. You know, if the average is thirty five, then we're not we're not too far ahead of the curve, I guess. Is uh, what I'm saying. Speak. Uh, I'm eleven year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do know one thing. I don't. I can't. I'm old. I can't sit at the. Uh, I think I need a different desk because I'm. It's killing my arm. This new setup because I have to stretch out with my hand and my palm rests flat on the desk, and the next thing I know, my entire arm has gone numb along yes. with my hand, and I'm just like, oh my god! This Welcome works. to gamer carpal tunnel syndrome, <laughs> my son. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I can't. My guy doesn't move as fast anymore than WASD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it hurts my finger. <laughs> I I still submit. I think the uh, the controller junkies, you know, doing the consoles are maybe worse off than we are. They've, they've got to be 
Imagine they're, the, they're moving all their fingers. Yeah, the well, I remember the thumb strain I used to get just on the old Nintendo controllers. <laughs> and the, you know, Atari joystick, that left left hand uh, thumb strain was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, I, that's why I was glad when I got the joystick that had the button on the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So I could, because it, and it, and it was like about an extra couple inches. Uh, that's what we all need. And then... <laughs> But Anakin. there's an app for that now. <laughs> oh. Pump up the jams. <laughs> but so I mean, yeah, they they know their audience and they know how to suck us in. Obviously, um, you know, me more than most. I I still think I should own stock in Valve at this point. Uh, they should offer that for a reward. Once once I hit twenty thousand hours, <laughs> I give myself ten shares of Valve stock. I'm putting it out there right now, Gabe Newell. <laughs> where's my Where's my piece of the pie? I've helped put your kids through college at this point. So come on, <laughs> give me a little something, something. <laughs> yeah, help a brother out, man. But as we were saying, um. Steam has been a huge supporter of, uh, they have this thing called, you know, it reminds me of the old, was it Greenlight that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon had for a while, Project Greenlight for movies. Um, Steam has its own kind of Project Greenlight for game developers, independent game developers. You know, and they've, and with mixed results, they've, they've let pretty much anyone who wants to upload a game onto Steam, I'm assuming it has to pass certain, you know, standards, maybe not too mm-hmm. high of standards, um, to be sold. But, I mean, you know, you've got independent developers out there selling, as I said, the early access stuff, plus completed games, um, simple ones that, you know, anyone can make with, like, there's a lot of utilities out there to make simple adventure games and role-playing games, and there, there's some really good stuff, actually, um, I should probably get off my ass and learn some of it and actually become a gigging developer myself and sell some shit, but that would take too much personal effort and growth on my part. So You can make a Two True Freaks game. I'll just be. We should. <laughs> I'm thinking of a couple things along those lines. We could have the Pete Hesh <laughs> sobriety, you know. You, you have to sneak past the cops and act sober. Well, remember the old game, wasn't it? There was an old bartender game in the arcades that you had to serve beers. and <laughs> It didn't have, like, two joysticks, too. You had to, like, run your waitress around. Didn't you have to, like, sling and... the, the things down the bar, or am I thinking of something else? No, no, I think that was it, yeah. And, and you had to move your guy to catch the beers coming down the, the bars before they crashed. And, yeah. and then you served them to customers or whatever. But We could have a, a twist on that where... Pete would just drink every beer at the end of the bar. He had to keep the drinks away from Pete. And then get someone to beat him up or something. I don't know. seem to remember that. We call that happening uh, once or twice back in my youth in that area of the world. Yes, I knew the legendary Pete Hush too, boys and girls. (laughs) And you didn't. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. As as we've no no as as we we've been talking, I've been adding I've been going through e- each game because I don't I only have twenty eight games yeah and I've been adding up the hours played oh yeah <laughs> um hmm hold I'll on be, let me see I'll beat you <laughs> oh I you'll beat me with one game plus uh, okay right there so I'm on the last game 
Alright. Oh, ooh, this is scary. <laughs> because I I kind of rounded up on some. I have 668 hours. Fuck I am- only, amateur. So I was only two hours away from 666, the number of the beast. <laughs> Still but an I, amateur. But I have 668 hours for my 28 games accumulated on uh, playing time on Steam. Mm-hmm. Now, from our discussion earlier, you have over a thousand something hours on one game. Yeah, I'm sure I must have like been away for a week and accidentally left my computer right. on or something. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Yes, the uh, previously mentioned Marvel Heroes game, um, I have 1,038 hours on. Which what well, came out all to in total days. <laughs> my twenty eight games. I have on average. I have spent wow because I just divided my six hundred and sixty eight hours by twenty four, and I have twenty seven point eight three. So I have twenty eight out twenty eight hours per game, which I haven't even played some of them. Yeah. But, so I've wow boy that's that's just. Well, no, that's yeah, that's that's days. I have twenty seven twenty eight days. A month of my life has just been eaten by just what's on Steam. Steam. Wow. You know what? <laughs> but <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's better time spent than that same amount of time watching television, right? I mean, it's got to be. At least you're using your brain a little bit. Yeah, but I do both at the same time. Yeah, well, you because you're a I multitasker have the TV like that, off, I guess. off to my left, and I can look over there, and you know, if I really have to pause the game, I can pause the game, or you know, especially on XCOM because XCOM, I could it, it's a turn base, so I can yeah. stop and wait and watch TV and go, yeah, oh, okay, oh, what was no, no, what was no, I going to do here? Yeah. That would take me right out of the immersiveness. I think. No, 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 I have headphones on. <laughs> I thought the idea of watching television is also to be able to hear television, but <laughs> well, I usually have one earphone on. Oh, okay, gotcha, man. I wish I, I wish guess. I had your AD and D ADD. I, I would get so much more done in my life. <laughs> what? So I I have two time wasters going. Well, I'm just, I'm a multitasker. Yeah. So actually, I think you need to double your number, <laughs> and then you know, accept that in your your. Because Realization I strategically sit with a TV across the room to to my left, and then and I have the I have the console uh, I have my other TV which is my monitor to to my right, and I kind of sit looking at the center wall, and I just like watch one, and I glance over at the other, and I just kind of pivot my head back and forth, and then if something catches my attention more than the other, then I stop and I'll look at that, you know. That's probably why I miss. Although certain things, I have to stop and completely watch them. Like the Flash lately, I have to stop because yeah. it's like, all right, what's happening here? Because I, I don't want to miss anything. Because you can just miss one little thing. That and Game of Thrones, and you know. Oh yeah, you know. You know. I have my TV addictions too, but I, I I place them nice and separately from my gaming addiction. Nah. As I said, I wish I could uh, save time like you and, and do all my... Time. Soon there'll be time to watch my TV show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if I keep buying games at the rate I do, course, I, I won't have... Course. I will be the cause of my utilities being shut off. So. Of course, with me, it, it'll be, you know, be my sedentary lifestyle. You know, the, 
There'll be time to watch TV uh, when diabetes takes my eyesight. <laughs> I can't yeah. see the TV. Yeah. Well, here here is the true beauty of steam, though, in, in extreme cases like me not being able to pay for my utilities because I've bought too many video games. Is I can move my laptop down to the local Starbucks and play my games right there. <laughs> <laughs> Because it is literally, I mean, that's that's one of the convenience things of it, at least, is that you can take your, you know, you don't need to lug your your whole, uh, you know, if you're staying at a friend's house long enough or whatever and they have an adequate computer, you could literally sign up for Steam on their computer and download their games and play them there or whatever or take your laptop. You know, that, that is, well, the, that is one, true, yeah, because, the beauty of the cloud. Be, yeah, because I have had a computer crash, but you know my stuff was saved everything i had any game i had with steam was still there yeah and th- that is one of the best features of it is that the cloud does does prevent m- massive disaster because we've all lost computers before with stuff that we'll never get back so the cloud the cloud the mighty cloud um sound like the aliens from from uh from toy story behold the cloud <laughs> All hail the cloud. But um, one of the let's get back into the controversy that's going on in Steam right now. We talked yes, because about now we have a new modders. controversy that just raised its ugly head. Yeah, and it surprised the hell out of me because they there's such a rich. Um, I mean, there's always been a rich modding community. In video yeah, but games. I kind of see some of the point of some some of the people that. You know, oh, okay. I guess we're getting. A little ahead, you know, because we t- talked about mods, and basically mods are free. Uh, they have been up to this point, and uh, and right. what it is, it's it's just fan created content for for games. Things as simple as a certain skin on a character, or mm-hmm. on, on you know, or a weapon, or a skill, or you know, there mods can be anything from just the way your character looks to completely redoing. The entire way a game is played. And right, so, right and down so, to sound and video clips. And, I mean, it all depends on how much access the game developers have given you to the source software, obviously. I mean, you can't just go in, you know, any game, um, you know, and start chopping it up unless you have those skills. But, I mean, most games on the PC nowadays have kind of accepted this and allowed it and been very cool about having, world, you know, editors in their games. I mean... It, from way back, you've, you've got map editors in your video games. And I'm I, not sure that's something that translates over to the consoles, but yeah, it's always I, been a PC thing. One of the earliest ones I remember that had just a, map, a simple map editor was what? Didn't the Civilization games have that where you could create your own maps? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that always had, or, you know, even yeah. just randomize. The Sims was very big in the beginning. The first Sims, there was a huge modding community about, you know, as I said, I had the entire Justice League in my Sims house, and you know they had anything you could literally think of. Um, you could make a Sims skin for, and so you know that's what I did with my Sims. I bought all the science fiction and, and fantasy and superhero skins. Or I didn't buy them, but they were all free. Um, and as far as Civilization, we're in Civilization Five now, and that has a huge modding community. I've got. You know, some Game of Thrones. Some I've got a Fallout sim. You know, mod for it. I've got uh, Lord of the Rings, which has full video audio from the movies. And this is where I think Steam's decision to let modding go professional. Basically, they're going to allow modders to charge for their mods. The modders themselves are only going to get about twenty five percent of what they 
charge steam and the developer you know the original developer of the game i assume are going to get the rest um because my first question when this came out is like are all the gaming companies going to be on board with this because essentially when you make a mod you're using an intellectual property that's copyrighted but they're allowing you to use it presumably because you're not profiting off of it so what well, yeah. happens now if you can profit off of it? I mean, either there's some kind of blanket, like in the radio I, business. Well, yeah, but not this. I didn't even think of that because some of my best mods, like I mentioned on some past games, like was well, was on the was on the freelancer game mm-hmm. to where they changed the whole game to the Star Wars universe. Well, now that Disney owns it, is owns Star Wars. Are they going to be like, no, 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 no? Well, the only way I can figure that Steam would even—I can't believe they are—they're smart businessmen. So I can't believe they just went into this without checking on that. Because what I'm thinking there is is that there's in the radio business, and when you know you perform music live and things like that, um, you have to pay ASCAP BMI, which is basically the company that collects royalties for music played. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, essentially, when you're a radio station, you pay kind of your yearly fee for ASCAP BMI, and that allows you to play a licensing whatever, fee for, whatever songs, for, yeah. For using the music that you've used throughout the year. So, I have to think that Steam has either gone to each one of these individual companies and said, you'll be getting 50% of, of this mod from now on. Are you cool with that? And they're probably like, yeah, money from stuff we don't have to make? Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, it's money they haven't been getting at all. Right, right. And um, But I wonder how deep that goes, and I wonder how much they've thought that out. Because, as I said, one of the uh, Civ Five mods I've got is Lord of the Rings, which is just... It's like the poster boy for copyright infringement. It has pictures and audio from all of the, the Peter Jackson movies. So it's one thing maybe to mod a game owned by whoever, 2K maybe is it, that owns Civilization and Sid Meier's yeah. stuff now. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to maybe mess with their property and they're getting money, but is Peter Jackson going to come out of the woodwork if you sell the Lord of the Rings, you know, or the Tolkien estate, if you sell a Lord of the Rings mod on Steam and they're not getting some kind of something-something? It's complicated shit, and I said it. I'm sure they have a fleet of lawyers, but there's already some some bad feedback about it. Apparently, one of the first mods to be sold was a mod for Skyrim, and the guy that sold it essentially stole. Oh, you're you're talking about the fishing mod, right? I, I'm not. I don't know the exact details. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a fishing mod, and the one guy took it was based off of like two other guys' mods. Right, and he actually took some of their animations. From the mod that he probably downloaded for free from them. Um, but yeah, they were a little incensed with that. It's like, wait a minute, we've chosen not to charge for our mod, but this guy is basically using our mod and making money off of it. And so I'm not sure how they're going to... They're still sorting that out. <laughs> and uh, Gabe Newell has done an uh, Ask Me Anything um, thing on Reddit, I think, that I have up in front of me, but we probably won't go too deep into um, about some of the nuances of this mess. Uh, so I don't know. It's kind of new territory and it'll be interesting to, you know, I wonder, am I going to be retroactively charged for all the mods I've now downloaded or are they going to lock me out until I pony up 
five bucks or something at this point. I, I don't know. Hmm. So um, I don't envy Steam for having to work out this clusterfuck that they have <laughs> caused. But I, I hope us, the consumer, you know, and the modding community don't suffer because of it. Because it might... You know, what makes me feel like I should start working on some world editors and make myself a couple bucks here and there. Um, but I also wonder if, you know, we're going to get two levels of modding now, the ones you have to pay for that are presumably going to be good and the ones that are still coming out for free that people are kind of doing half-assed or people will just stop doing for free altogether. And I just wonder if there's, is there going to be any quality control? I mean, if you... If I'm going to pay 10 bucks for a mod that claims it does all these things and then all it does is allows me to fish in a Skyrim river, is anyone going to support that and get me my money back? I'm, I'm thinking not. So, I mean, it's kind of a consumer buyer beware situation, as are many things in the mm. video game world. Um, you know, not the least of which is the high-end games coming out occasionally completely not finished or in such bad shape. There's been some... Some really bad uh, examples of that lately. Um, one of the Alien games is kind of infamous. They can't even give that away on Steam now, the Colonial Marines game. <laughs> I think yeah. they offered it to me for 99 cents once, and I was like, yeah, Jeez, I've, read, I've, read, I've read the reviews. Thanks, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm intrigued and a little worried, but... Uh, worst case scenario, I have enough mods and games to to last me eight lifetimes at this point. So I, I don't think I'm really going to be lacking in my video game entertainment because of it. <laughs> You're going to have to walk me through later on, not tonight or anything, but uh, I I want to try out that ga the Game of Thrones mod on Civ. Yeah, it's really neat. I'm, yeah. I'm currently kicking Westeros' ass with Mancerator. Loving it. <laughs> I can get an army of giants and mammoths just rolling all over the north. Cool. <laughs> But it definitely is, you know, has some concerns for the future. You know, is Steam going to disappear someday and we're all left out in the cold like all the people on uh, on live? And I think, I mean, I think they're king of the heap, so I think they're probably going to stay there unless someone comes up to knock them off and then hopefully we'll all be better off in the hands of the new guy. Hopefully. Um, but I, I mean, for it one, is... well, I for one welcome our new rulers. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> uh, as long as they have good summer Steam sale or summer sales like Steam, and give me oh, a yeah, they just top grade the... game for ten bucks. I'm they just there. had the two K sale, and I bought Borderlands two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm glad Which... I missed that one. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that that I that you got to watch um, is buyer beware in that and. I say it in, you know, oh, 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 this game. Oh, wow, this game's only this much. And you go and you buy it. Make sure your computer can run it. Yeah, there's some problems with that, too, because they have been put they put up some older games occasionally um, that don't always work out. I, I literally have some in my library that I've never been able to play. Um, well, older and newer because – Yeah. But you can sometimes go – I go to canyourunit.com. Yeah, that's a good one. You, if I see a game that I'm interested in, I'll go. All right, let me check this one out, and I go over and and I plug it in, and um, um, it'll touch, it'll, it'll, you know, it'll say 
we want to look at your specs for your computer. I have I've never had any problems with it. It's never screwed anything up to my yeah. knowledge. And it'll go in and go, all right, this is what you have. You do or do not meet the minimum requirements to play this game, or you you meet the maximum requirements, or you you'll play this game and you'll have you know you basically you'll kick ass at it. It'll run right. great on, on on your system, and and you can this it really isn't related to Steam. You can do this with any game that you buy from any you know, or even if you can still find games in stores that you want to buy, you know, uh, just check it out. And it'll actually it'll, I think it's kind of tied. I don't know if it's tied in the Tiger Direct, but it'll recommend like, well, if you'd like to upgrade, you could upgrade to this. Now, mm-hmm. getting with the older games, or um, like I currently run Windows 8.0. Yeah. <laughs> keeps keeps trying to give me 8.1. Yeah, I think it did it on me automatically. No, right? I'm like, fuck you. I'm not taking 8.1. <laughs> I don't even like fucking eight. So, um, a lot of these games will go, oh, well, we, well, this game, this game isn't compatible. Like all your hardware meets it, but the software, we don't know any, you know, we don't know if it'll run with that. So you do. Yeah. Windows 8 is kind of a bitch about a lot of games. Um, Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's the only problem that I've run into lately. It's like, well, they basically say we can't vouch if this is going to work. So just be careful of that. Yeah, and it's good, and they need to be a little more diligent about making sure you know they say that, and that there's a little there are little laps on their disclaimers and and warnings to their consumers. The, the upside of that is that the community forums on Steam are really good, and I mean you can find most of your answers, and and people usually find you a workaround for a lot of well, the that's problems. what you told told me about that because uh, I I finally. I was <laughs> since we did the Marvel Heroes show a few months ago. At that time, I th- was it during that taping. Yeah, you said you couldn't play it at I all. I was locked out because of something that happened. Update to to the computer or, or the game, and I would I was going in and you said you even reinstalled and it. I would reinstall it. the game back and forth, back and forth, and it's like it just won't play. It won't, and I was really frustrated, upset for about almost like a month and a half, two months. And you had said that you had read something that on on the forums, I think, that you had to go in and find the hidden files. Yeah, and I've had to do that on a few. Because, knows, I don't know why it happens, but yeah, and delete a file and then it reinstalls the right one. Well, because when I was uninstalling it, it was basically it wasn't really getting rid of those files, right? It was yeah, just they're like was, registry files, right? It was well, or like a lot of things when you quote unquote and people that don't really understand how computers work, when you delete something, you don't really delete it. It's still there until it gets written over by other information. You yeah. basically allow basically the computer goes okay. You say yeah, you can write over this shit. I don't care anymore. Right, and even really good forensic computer guys can can still dig up stuff even after it's been written over, depending on how many times it's been written over. Yeah, you know they they can still pull shit out of out of stuff. So if you ever really want to get rid of your computer, burn it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> destroy it, smash it. Don't just do, delete something, dummy. Or, or do uh, like Breaking Bad and use magnets, bitch. Yeah, magnets, motherfucker. <laughs> so. Um, um, where was I going with this? 
Oh yeah. So any anyway, I went in and I did a file search for Marvel, and that that was when I found this whole thing that he, uh, that I guess was still being space that was being reserved, and I actually went in and then deleted that. Right. And when I said that that could be deleted. Then when I reinstalled, because what it was doing when it was going back to the reinstall, it was the way I what I think it was doing is it was looking on the drive and going, ah, look, all that stuff is already still there, so we don't need to rewrite this because it's still here. Right. Whereas when I went in and actually said no, delete all this stuff as well, it didn't recognize that, and then when it went back in, it reinstalled all the files correctly, and I was able, boom, now I can get back in into the game. So I've been happily playing the game on and off. Cool, cool. So, yeah, that's weird. I, I didn't write about a lot of problems with with that update, but I've I've had a few. I, I, oh, that's what it was. It was a big update, and then it just yeah. did not work. Uh, up till recently, I was getting booted out a lot for some reason. I'm not really sure why, but well, it might have been your internet connection. You think? I don't know, because um, it works fine with other ones that seem even more. If he not, yeah, well, no, does this seem even more like graphic intensive and stuff even than? Oh, I I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, so I, it's weird. I've I play to... this, I play this like big online World War II shooter that yeah, but must maybe... take up stupid resources yeah, maybe... and. I've I've had a few times to where I I haven't actually gotten booted, but I've gone in and they'll just be I don't know if it's just just too many people on or too much going on. And it'll just slow down, and the screen won't load right. And then, I, actually, I think I got booted maybe once or twice. But o- overall, I haven't had any major issues being booted. No, it's been happening to me a lot lately. I, I mm. haven't figured it out yet. But, but it, you know, it's usually... It might not necessarily be a bad thing in my life for a game to just kick me out every now and then. I think maybe my computer has just finally gotten a little AI going in it. And it's like, all right, you've had enough today. <laughs> Fucking, you know, I'm I'm like 150 degrees over here. Stop already. <laughs> it comes on with William Shatner from that Saturday Night Live episode. Get a life! Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't you need to eat sometime today? Go outside. <laughs> Before midnight, yeah. Have you ever kissed a girl? <laughs> Not virtually. Hey, no. <laughs> <sighs> I have, if I remember correctly, sometime <laughs> in my distant past. <laughs> I think it was an achievement I unlocked in a game. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, hot coffee in uh, GTA 4, or San Andreas, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I got laid in San Andreas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we were, we're all steamed out, I guess. Uh, yeah, but uh, generally it's, um, how do I put this, the greatest thing in the world Um is that maybe too strong? I, I don't know. Greatest thing, but at the same time, <laughs> there, there, therein lies below the surface a possible propensity for evil. Yes, as, as do all things, I think. It's all the choices you make, right? And uh, yeah. I don't know. As I've mentioned before, it's the bane and joy of my existence. It's, uh, you know, it's definitely enabled the most game playing I've ever realized in my life, whether or not that's a good thing. It remains to be seen, I guess. <laughs> All right now, that was one thousand thirty-eight hours. One thousand thirty-eight hours uh, s- saving the universe from folks like Hydra and stuff. You've been uh, saving the you've been saving the virtual Marvel universe for forty-three and a quarter 
days. Yeah, damn right, man. You know, Avengers is being an Avenger is a twenty four seven job. Almost, <laughs> almost a tenth of a year. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> well, it's yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Let's see, three sixty five divided by ten. Oh yeah, more than, more than a tenth of a year. Good to know. Good to know. Of course, I can't. I can't say anything. But only only a tenth, you know. So only it's a a nine tenths of a year that I do constructive things with my life, right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't add up all the hours for all the other games either, jackass. <laughs> oh no, they're they're all generally under four hundred. <laughs> no, they're all all mostly under a hundred. Actually, some of them are one. Some of them are fifteen minutes. You know, it's just it varies. Well, the one I've been hopping on lately that you got me hooked. Well, I don't know if you, have you played Overlord? No, I don't believe so. Uh, I'll give you my my top five list right now. Um, got this thing called Fractured Space, which is this great. Uh, it's free to play. Well, it was free to they had a free to play weekend, and you got to keep the game for free afterwards. So that was nice. But I mean, it's like an online free to play. So it's you know, if you want to get the big ships, you spend money. But I won't. Uh, called Fractured Space Marvel. Ooh, it's a space game. Yeah, it's giant. It's like big capital ships battling it out. But it's really? like an it's an MOBA. Is that it? A multiple MOBA? online battle arena or something? Oh man, don't tell me these things. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. <laughs> Marvel Heroes is up at number two. Uh, Fantasy Wars, which is an older game I got a while back. Um, Smugglers Five was. My 99 cent bargain buy of last week, and uh, we've been said doing some Game of Thrones civilization uh, for a while. So, but those change daily. My top five. I have a pretty eclectic taste, and I have such an eclectic taste. It's basically like whatever sets me. My goal as a gamer, and I think I've pretty much reached it at this point, <laughs> is to have. A game in pretty much any category I can possibly think of. So if the mood strikes me to go be a superhero, I'm a superhero. If the mood strikes me to, you know, go diving uh, and, and kill sharks, then that's what I do. If I want to fly a spaceship, that's what I do. It's it's my internet interactive fiction. It's my, you know, it's it's what's replaced reading books because reading books just can't do it for me as much anymore because I can't tell the people in the books what to do <laughs> but, but steam is is my my biggest enabler god bless him and uh i will continue to be a customer pretty much as long as they're around so i hope they are because i've i've invested a considerable amount of time and money into their little system here so i'm hoping they do stay around <laughs> i don't know if i have a top five well, yeah, that I, was I just my, have... like, five I've played recently. I mean, like, the ones that I played, though, well, that I played recently would be XCOM, Enemy Unknown, mm-hmm. um, Marvel Puzzle Quest, Marvel Heroes, um, Tiny Troopers. Oh, I got that one, too. Oh, I, that was my, uh, I, I give you that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to give you Overlord. I've only played four hours on that one. <laughs> Overlord. Yeah, and I was playing Far Cry for a while, but I played, I beat and played Far Cry before, but I wanted to go back and re relive the game, so that's why I was playing that. Because, like I said, I think we were, we were t- talking before the show that I was playing Far Cry Three, but 
even though can you run it said I could run it it runs it but it runs it it's like um it's real slow and yeah. and I had to really scale back on the um on the graphics and everything because the audio wasn't matching up to their mouths it was that oh, bad yeah. I was like no but maybe someday, someday when I have a faster computer, when there's time, there's time to play the games in my <laughs> library. And the best thing, the very best thing of all, is there's time now. So, all right, folks, I guess that's another No Councils for Old Men. Um, thanks for joining us, I guess. No Councils for Old Men at yahoo.com is our email address. Uh, keep them coming, serotonin. Yahoo! Uh, and, and our other nine listeners. <laughs> Anyone, please, please help our self-esteem and email us something. And I think, Net, I think Net, uh, next time I'm going to have to rein you in and maybe I'll respond to the emails. Uh, yeah, I, so I, I might have let my passions get the best of me on that one. But uh, Is there a passion of the Christ game? Uh, there are Christ- we'll, we'll have to do a Christianity game uh, uh, podcast because there there are a lot of them out there. Actually, mm. I actually have two Dark Siders and Dark Siders Two is like apocalypse uh, kind of mythology, mm. which is kind of neat. But uh, that's a show for another time because uh, we're out of time, and we wish you all well and go out there and keep gaming, people. Give me steam. Give me steam. <laughs> You're gonna have to put that music in there too. Oh, absolutely. Always a good excuse to use Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Talk to you later. Bye now. See ya. This just in from No Councils for Old Men News. The previously mentioned paid modding system of the Steam Network has already been discontinued within days of its inception. Sources nowhere near the actual players in the story claim that Steam reversed its decision on the basis of customer complaint and general clusterfuckery. Now back to your regularly scheduled end credit sequence. You've been listening to No Councils for Old Men, starring Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott 2.0, Scott McGregor, If you'd like to email us with any questions or suggestions for future shows, our email address is nocouncilsforoldmen at yahoo.com. I have called you all here today at the behest of Don DiManzo to discuss the expansion of our Jersey territory. Our Don has seen an opportunity to move into Atlantic City at an event called AC Boardwalk Con, which will be happening May 14th through the 17th, 2015. Don DiManzo has asked that some of our made men attend this convention and convince the locals to try two true freaks. Joining me, Gene Hendricks, on this trip will be my Quantum Cast cohort, Jeff Fishman. Chris Tyler, the hair metal hero, will be representing the Boston arm of the family, while Scott McGregor will be representing the New York branch. Our capo, Chris Honeywell, will also be there to provide some added persuasion. Your Don has asked that any of his loyal friends in the area come and pay their respects to this new endeavor. He reminds you that all the information on the event can be found at doacbc.com. 
That's D-O-A-C-B-C dot com. Come help us make Atlantic City an offer they can't refuse. No Counsels for Old Men is produced by Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott McGregor and is part of the Two True Freaks podcasting network. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at twotruefreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.